You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a guest here with me today. And you know what? I'm going to do the thing where I let her introduce herself and tell you where you can find her online, but I don't think that you need any introduction. So Fauna, take it away. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me again on the podcast. For those who haven't listened to our past episodes on my podcast and on Witch Wednesdays here, my name is Fauna. I am a Wiccan, eclectic Wiccan witch. Um, I have my own podcast at Cat's Tea and Witchcraft podcast. And I've been on Witch Wednesdays quite a few times and Steph has been on mine uh, a few times as well. And I'm really excited for today's episode because it goes over a little bit more details that aren't beginner beginner. And it's starting to branch out into what do you do next when you feel like you might be in a rut at a certain level and you need to like expand? Do you think that's kind of correct? Yeah, I do. Which when I'm going to title this video, this podcast, so when it goes live, I'm probably going to call it someplace along the lines of advanced witchcraft, because that yeah. is like the question that always comes up is like, how do I be more advanced? And I think advanced mm-hmm. is the wrong word. Yeah. It's, it's the word people are searching for, but I don't think yes. that, that is necessarily what they mean or should be looking for. So I am definitely excited to get into this topic overall. Yeah. And I know when we were, uh, we were messaging each other, it's like, well, which one do you want to do? And I was like, had, I had a couple of the other ones I was thinking about. And then I looked at that one and I thought for a second, I was like, you know what? I want to do the advanced witchcraft because it is something that people are interested in. And we can't teach you how to be essentially an advanced witch, but we can tell you how to advance your craft or advance yourself because being advanced is very subjective. Is that, that the right word? Yeah. Subjective. Because like when in simple terms, people are like, are you beginner, intermediate or advanced? But like in any field, they say, are you beginner, intermediate, advanced? But at some point, everyone gets past beginner if you dedicate yourself enough. At some point, you will get beyond beginner. But once you get past that, it's very like, it all depends on what you do. And I would not even say I'm an advanced practitioner. I've been practicing for over a decade. But I am always looking to advance my skills and become better. Yes, I agree with that as well, because I feel the same way that I've been doing this for a really long time. However, I often still think of myself as a beginner, but Mm -hmm. the idea is, you know, beginner or advanced as compared to what compared to who, like, what is this level that we're trying to reach and witchcraft Mm -hmm. is so individualized. There's Mm -hmm. never going to be any path that is exactly the same. You are never going to do exactly what I did since day one. You're never going to do exactly what Fauna did since day one. Even if you are wicked and following that religion, there's still, Mm -hmm. even if you were in the same coven as Fauna, it's still going to be totally different paths and people get to different places. So when you say like advanced and intermediary compared to what, like, what are we, what is this level that we're talking about? So yeah, exactly. A lot of things I still feel like I'm a beginner, like astrology for what I still feel like astrology is like, there's so much. And I, yeah, that is one that I'm like, okay, I am a total beginner in astrology. However, if you were to look at somebody who doesn't do anything with witchcraft and maybe just reads the horoscope in the Sunday paper, 
I'm advanced mm. compared to that. Yes. I, I know all the different sun signs. I do things related to the different sun signs. I understand my, you know, big three in my chart. I've looked mm. at my birth chart. So compared to some other people, yes, I am considered an intermediary or advanced, but in my own realm of knowledge, when I consider how much I know about astrology, I'm like baby beginner. Yeah. Yep. Same. And it, it's, it's weird to think about even if you've been practicing a long time, if it's been 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, how many years, even if you're technically what someone would consider a crone. Um, when you learn and continue to study, like if you choose the right books and the right sources and there are topics that are new to you or at least beyond the it, like the obvious beginner there are things that are obviously beginner and then there are things that are obviously not beginner and one it also depends on your perspective because some things come easier to other people than some but then even for people who might be I would say if you just took the words beginner and media advanced I would say I'm like mid high tier intermediate, but I feel like I'm going to be there a very long time if I had to choose between those three words. And I'm reading books all the time and websites and watching videos and stuff. And there are so many things that I have never heard before. And then as soon as I hear it, like a light just goes off and just something small that you learn can completely change how you practice your entire craft, even if you've been doing something for 5, 10, 15 years, if you learn the right thing or you learn just something new that resonates with you or just makes sense, it could completely change the path you're on or how you do things. And some people might consider that advancing or just changing. It depends. Change is change advancing is advancing change. Like, and I would say yes, depending on how you look at it and which way you want to go. Right. If you're looking at it from the point of education and just yeah. learning in general, then yeah, that is constantly advancing because you are constantly expanding your mind and trying new things. And even if that means starting over in yeah. certain areas and going way back to the beginning, it's something that's mm -hmm. completely new. So that is, to me, that is advanced. And that's where I would say, because I have been doing, like you said, I would consider like this for the stuff that I had been doing before and things that I feel like I have mastered, I would put myself in that same category as you. Mm -hmm. However, in 2023, there are some new things that I want to do and try. And so on that front, like I am a total beginner and I'm fine with starting over and like going back and mm -hmm. calling myself a beginner, witch because I know that doesn't take away anything from yeah, <laughs> exactly. Practice. Like I'm still like learning and I consider that an advance and like a growth in myself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you're, path, no matter what you do, it's never going to be linear. Yeah. There are, you know, so even in a coven structure where you're trying to reach maybe different levels in mm -hmm. the hierarchy, it's still never going to be linear because there's just so many subject mm -hmm. matters and things that you might be skilled in or not, that it's more like an up and down graft. There's highs. Yeah, and exactly. It's never just like a straight up. <laughs> exactly. And like I said, a few minutes ago, some people take easier to certain topics and others as well within my own coven we at our second degree which is what I'm going through right now we pick a specialty that we research and we essentially do like a mini thesis on a certain topic and then we become the mistress or master 
of a certain topic. Even if we're not like advanced in it, we find something that we really want to focus on that's either a little different and it can be the same as someone else, but it's something that we focus on that we can be referenced to for our other covenant members. Like we have the astrology people, we have the Egyptology, we have those who work with money magic and the Fae and blah, 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 all the different things. And if as a coven, that is a positive thing because I'm not good with astrology. So I have my sister who I can go to for that if we have questions, essentially. So in having a network or at least knowing what sources or resources or what people that you are close to or that you've built a relationship can definitely help advance you as well one way or another, even if you're not advanced in the topic. Which I think is a really fun aspect of coven life. Um, you know, this is a little harder to do when you are solitary because you're trying mm-hmm. to do all and you're of fully things. dependent on yourself. Right. And you have to look up those things for yourself. So I think that is a really great aspect of coven life. And it's totally per person, because obviously I'm not yep. in the coven. I'm not totally interested in that, but I can see that as being a major benefit. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Do you, are you allowed to talk about what you picked? Um, we'll talk about that in a later episode. I'll talk, we'll talk about it on this side just because I'm still going through it. Oh, I'm not right. done yet. So I am very excited for you. Yeah. And I can't you. wait to hear about it. Thank you. I think the question comes up often when we're talking about, and people use the term advanced, uh, is because they're thinking about what comes next. And I think the reason for that is the repetition in books Mm -hmm. and reading the same things over and over from book to book, because there are a lot of beginner books and even books that have like more than beginner information still cover all the basics within the books. Yes. I think that was where a large amount of the confusion comes in and -hmm. they're like, well, how do I, how do I get past that? What do I get to that's next? Are there, is there such a thing as advanced witchcraft books? Because they're, you know, how do you, make things more challenging for yourself. Or there's the question of what is one book I can use for everything? Well, there's not. Sorry. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is not the, the answer it. that people want to hear, but it's true. This is not the book you're looking for. <laughs> um. Yeah, it doesn't exist. So, but unfortunately, if you're looking for books, books are expensive. Mm -hmm. and but if you like books always a suggestion is pre-owned books or audiobooks or just digital books if you when it comes to space if you have like a kindle or what are all those different things i'm not sure if they're i don't even know if they're essentially like cheaper unfortunately the good thing about physical books is you have a physical copy you can write in it i like annotating books as long as it's not storybooks but like research-based books i love annotating i can like mentally separate it otherwise i need my books to be pristine but i cannot do it i don't have it in me i can use page flags but that's it like i can't mark a book it's just like it goes against everything in my nature even if it is like a study like book and witchcraft book i cannot do it yeah um but yeah, the benefits of having hard copy is great, except for the amount of space that it fucking takes up. Like I have to put mine in a closet because I don't have enough space. I've grown out, I've grown out of the space out of my house and I don't have enough for my witchcraft books because I keep them separate from my normal books. Most people I know now know, but at the same time, they don't need to see all my shit. 
Like that stuff's still private. It's in my office um, where I have my altar and everything. But yeah, so if you're looking for a variety of what we consider advanced or advancing type books beyond the basics, I know, I think both of us have a list or at least some books that we want to go over. We were talking about that might help you guys um, yeah, go into a new direction because like you were saying, people are like, well, what can I do to get beyond beginner? All these books seem to have the same information. That is such a big issue that people talk about all the time because a lot of books do go over. And if they do go over a topic that's a little more advanced, it's not, it almost doesn't seem like enough. And you're like, I don't want to have to buy 10 books on astrology. Sometimes you might have to, but sometimes you might not. You might just find the right book that kind of covers just enough for you. And then you can just kind of grow off of it. Which is possible, but you just have to like find like the right one. And I understand why authors will include a lot of the basics and beginner information in there because you never know if your book is going to be the first one that somebody picks up on witchcraft. Yeah. So you at least like want to cover some of the intro stuff or at least direct them where to go and like say on the very first page, like, hey, if you don't already know this, this, and this, this is not the book for you. But publishers exactly. do not like you to do that. <laughs> publishers are like, no, I've, <laughs> I've been seeing quite a few books that I've seen that are in the little more of what I would say are good to advance past beginner level. And I really like that. And I think more yeah. need to do it. And I think they're slowly doing it because I think they're starting to listen to people. They're like, how do I know something isn't a beginner book besides opening it up? And if I understand absolutely nothing after reading 20 books on this same damn information, then you kind of know. It's like, oh, okay, I don't know any of this. This <laughs> might be what I want. Um, and sometimes that's what I do, uh, depending on the topic. It's like, well, I don't know any of this at first glance. Let's try it. Um, and yeah, and... I, this is just a personal thing and it might just be visually biased and it's really funny as someone who works in like design and marketing, this completely goes against my skills professionally because my job essentially is to make things the most attractive and visually appealing. But when it comes to me purchasing witchcraft books, I avoid the books that are the most visually appealing because in my opinion, the ones that are bright and colorful and shiny tend to be more beginner books because it attracts you to the topic. It pulls people in because that's marketing. That's what you're supposed to do. But I have found that the books that aren't as colorful tend to have some of the best information. That's just my biased opinion. And it's really funny. Like <laughs> I said, it goes completely against what I do professionally and what I actually make my income on. <laughs> Tell that anyone here you say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I have found that as well, especially when you look at some of the older books, because a lot of mm -hmm. modern books are based on what was written in the 70s, 80s, even early 90s. They get a lot of yeah. information from those books, and those books are very not colorful or attractive at mm -hmm. all. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, Big Blue is not real pretty to look at. <laughs> it's Diver not, and it's even Bible a little out really of not. date. Yeah, I would say that one is a beginner intermediate one. And at some point, most people, I feel like, do grow out of it. But it's a good reference book for going back to the basics. Because you should always go back to the basics. Because if you like, if 
if you're in a rut or you feel like fried, sometimes going back to the basics can help reset you. It's like turning the computer off and on again. Like sometimes you need that reboot. <laughs> good, good analogy. <laughs> I have I have that sometimes where I just want to go back to basics just because that's what I do when I'm feeling burnt out and like I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Then it's because I'm getting it into my head that things need to be more complicated or they need to be more ritual. And I'm like, okay, wait, <laughs> pause, turn it off. Like, let's go back to basics. And that then I can fit it more into my day and find the pockets of time to do those beginner basic things because they work, mm-hmm. work for a reason. That's also an interesting thing that you say that that goes perfect with this topic is people assume things should get more complicated. And that's not necessarily the case. So maybe the information and the depth of things might get more complicated, but what you do might not necessarily be more complicated. That is my goal and word for 2023 is to uncomplicate everything. Just simplify like yeah, absolutely everything my entire life. But witchcraft is one of them. I feel like there's a time of place maybe, you know, for holidays that I really enjoy that I will do mm-hmm. something that is more complicated, but otherwise like yeah. we're, we're scaling way back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I need, I need to declutter, focus on using what I have, because again, when you like mm-hmm. go down that advanced route, you sort of, you start collecting stuff. I'm guilty of that for sure. Of just collecting different like tools and supplies. And I just need to spend 2023 focusing on using those things because mm-hmm. as everyone knows, I was out of my house for a long time at my mother's house while ours was under construction. And I, there was so much stuff that I left at our house that I did not use. So if I got by without it for months, like it's fine. I will live. I don't need it. Yeah. It's like Marie Kondoing it unless you want to go with the aesthetic of cluttered cottage, (laughs) which kind of thing, like, Hey, that's cool. But at some point like me, I'm running out of space. Like I, mm, I, but also I have my craft room in my craft room double work on craft uh, in the same room so like one side is art supplies and the other side is which supplies so that makes it a little more cluttered but when I can finally separate them I want to like simplify everything for sure yeah that's gonna be doing that all year long <laughs> I hope uh, but I would say circling back to books because mm-hmm. that is generally the question that I get most is what is advanced witchcraft and where are the advanced witchcraft books? And other than saying Mm -hmm. they don't exist, um, is to say that you need to figure out the direction that you want to go when you are talking about advanced and getting past beginner and you're like, okay, well, what's next? You need to answer that. A book is not going to answer that for you. Yeah. So you need to sit down and focus on why you're asking that. Why are you feeling like there's a next, if you're looking to make things more complicated or more advanced, like why, and figure out what your sort of end goal is, because that will point you in the right direction. And that points you in the direction of not only books, but other places to go because witchcraft books are not the only place to learn about witchcraft. Like historical texts Mm -hmm. are full of mythology and witchcraft information. Mm -hmm. They just don't label it as witchcraft. So maybe if you are going into 
your more advanced topic is deity work and you've got the basics down, then you are going back to Greek mythology texts or whatever mm-hmm. pantheon it is that you choose. And they are not going to call it witchcraft. They are not going to call it deity work. It is exactly historical mythological mythological got it <laughs> text. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're looking to you know do some group work or more ritualized things for sabbats maybe like maybe that's directing you to a coven maybe that's your next step is to find a group to join because what you're doing on your own isn't really you know the path that you want to be on and you're looking for a camaraderie then maybe you start looking for a coven so mm-hmm. answering that question of like well what's your end goal why, why do you want to go someplace else will help you figure out that next step mm-hmm. and a lot of times that is books about specific topics so you can't just yeah. one there is not going to be like one you know total witchcraft book that is oh here's all your advanced witchcraft in one it's going to be here's a dedicated book on candle magic here yes. is a dedicated book on astrology or on kitchen witchcraft then those things are going to be a lot more advanced because there's just more room in that text to dedicate to one single subject Exactly. Look at the chapter titles that you enjoyed the most or you had the most questions on. This is why I like annotating or if you just want to use sticky notes. If you had a lot of questions or a lot of feedback, that might be the next topic you should look at because it connected with you. Yes, I have done that. Absolutely. That's kind of how I pick sometimes episode topics. (laughs) No, that's, I mean, that's an excellent way to look at it. And I've done that too, where I think like a book is maybe too beginner. Like I know all of the information in it. I try to like mm-hmm. look back and be like, what chapter really stood out to me? And that's like kind of where I want to go. And yeah, why I really always more bibliographies. <laughs> yeah. Or looking at the sources in the back of the books, the best books you can find will have sources. If not, that might be a good sign. That book is more opinion and personal experience based because even if all the books say the same information about oh the history of this the history of that and if, even if it's just the history of witchcraft they should have sources to rely on otherwise how do you confirm they're not just pulling it out of their ass yes exactly how can you check the words we know there's a lot of books that have the history of witchcraft that's actually really inaccurate so if you can't even attempt or have the availability to see where they got their information i personally wouldn't use that book unless you're just using it as a oh i wanted to read about their experience that's a completely different thing and i appreciate when authors let you know that like going into it like this is this is my opinion this book is all about like my life that i'm like okay i'm not looking for your sources in the back then yes exactly and i do that with episodes too when i talk about certain things because like there's a difference it will make a difference. I don't want people thinking what happens to me or my personal opinion is how it should or will be for them because it might not. And the same thing for books and writers, just because someone writes a book doesn't necessarily mean what they say is correct or incorrect, but being able to support what they say, that's the key thing to know something might be good information or diving into the more advanced because if you look at the sources too if you see they use 10 books to pull research on ways to ground and meditate find some of those sources if you want to focus on grounding and meditating so that could lead you to maybe becoming more advanced in meditation or things attached to meditation so 
And I mean, this is kind of information that is contained in books, but something I wanted to touch on as well that's outside of books is the question that kind of comes along with that when they say advanced witchcraft is that people ask, are there any spells or practices that are advanced? Mm-hmm. And that is an interesting question to me because I have, yeah. I have multiple answers to this. And again, it comes back to what do you mean by the word advanced? Because there's so many different things that I can mean, because if you just mean more effective, are you just looking for more effective spell work? Because that is just time and practice. That's not. And not every spell works for every person. Something can be simple and have strong power. And then there can be things that you need to put a buttload of energy and time and some supplies into just to get it to work. Right. And that is just something that you are going to figure out for yourself over Mm -hmm. time. It's not a matter of like not knowing enough or needing more books or being more advanced. That is just, you have to dedicate yourself to it. So if you're, if you're saying, you know, the word advanced is for you a synonym for more effective, there's really nothing that I can direct you to other than Mm -hmm. practice in time. Yeah. But yeah. And a good way to you know, get past then that like beginner mindset, if you're kind of at the point where you feel like you've mastered the things that are in those beginner books and you can do a simple candle spell or a cleansing salt bowl, and you kind of got those covered, then try just challenging yourself with what you already own. And you can do that on your own. You don't need a source to tell you to do that. You can use what you have, maybe pick up something in your collection that you haven't picked up in a while. Um, Guilty, guilty over here. And just challenge Mm -hmm. yourself to use it in a new way or combine it with something that you've never combined that with before and learn to Mm -hmm. practice in new ways, because that's a good way to grow yourself. And again, that's not trying anything more advanced. It's just trying something different. And it may be more effective. Yeah. The only way to, to learn that is to practice and try it for yourself and write things down. Mm-hmm. That's always my tip. Yeah. Journaling or typing or even voice memos make all the difference because if you need to go back and see what worked or if it works, you need to see, oh, what date did I do this on or what did I use? Maybe this did work or this didn't work or maybe you did something more than once and you might have changed something or used something different or used more or less of it. So keeping track of those things can make a difference in your progress as well when it comes to advancing as well. And you don't even need to like write a whole chapter from a book for it. Bullet points are perfectly fine. Most of my things that I do when I'm like preparing a spell, I have piece of paper. It's usually scrap piece of paper. I will have like a book or a clipboard and I'm just writing notes, just this 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 like single word things and arrows and combining and it's like literally just a crazy sketch diagram and then unless I like write a like a something incantation to use with it I don't work with a lot of incantations when it's just my solitary stuff most of mine is very energy based and incantations I use mostly when it comes to like coven work because you're working with people and it's kind of hard to not say what you're doing out loud um when you're working with like 20 people so <laughs> you kind of need to say what's going on. But like my half of my spells are just bullets of things I'm using. And then I know in my head what I'm going to do. And I just write, these are the actions I'm going to do in this order. And that's how I keep track of it. Oh, I like that. And then <laughs> if I get a result 
or I want to put a different type of energy into this is my intent and in my book so I can re-reference it, that is when um, I might get a little more detail. But that might be weeks or months later if I see results or not. Right. Yeah, that, that's how, you know, some of mine are, especially for if I do try something new, then it usually mm-hmm. takes longer to manifest and to like just perfect it for my own self. So those are the ones that I really like have to write mm-hmm. down and keep track of because I'm like, okay, I need to, to see what works and yeah. what doesn't when I'm trying something new. And along with trying yeah. something new, that's another thing that I would consider advanced and advanced like spell work are just things that you don't have the basic skills for yet. So for me, I would consider astral travel or spirit contracts. Those would be advanced for me. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have the basic mm-hmm. skill levels. I am not great at the things you need to be good at to astral travel. You kind of have to really be in touch with your body and you kind of have to be comfortable letting your, your spirits go away from your body and interact with, you know, other beings on like a different realm. You have to be really great with like grounding and meditating and being, you know, focused in the moment. And I'm not really good at all of those things. So I don't have the basic skills necessary to mm-hmm. do astral travel and spirit contracts are the same way. Like I have, don't have that much spirit work under my belt to like make a contract with one, like say a familiar, I don't have a familiar, yeah. because I don't have that much spirit work under my belt. And so I'm not comfortable with that yet, but for other people, those might be beginner things because you've just always felt connected to spirits and they've always been around. You've always been able to see them or interact with mm-hmm. them. So contacting a familiar is super easy for you because that's just like the next logical step. So, yeah, I haven't worked with contracts. I've worked with deities and energies, but I've never worked with like a contract-based thing. Yeah, and I, I never have either because, you know, it's not something I just don't have like the basic skills for that yet, yeah. but that doesn't Nor mean- Nor do I have the time. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean that that in and of itself is an advanced practice just because yeah. I'm not good at it doesn't make it advanced. <laughs> like everybody's yeah. totally different. So there are going to yeah. be people who are listening to this that's like, that's literally the easiest thing I've ever done. Yeah. And it just came naturally to them. They Some people do things before they even realize what they're doing as witchcraft or just some, like you said, it's something they've been doing their entire life is maybe they're a medium, maybe they're a psychic. And there's all these things that they have different connections to for different reasons. Even if you don't understand how and why you might be doing things, you just don't realize it until you read something and you're like, oh shit, I've already been doing this. This is just a definition for it. So mm-hmm. One thing, the only thing that I actually consider advanced or intermediate, no matter who you are or where you are in your witchcraft journey, is baneful magic. I don't recommend baneful magic to somebody that is just starting out because I feel like there are so many skills involved with that and so many things and thought processes that you have to go through to understand. You need to understand a lot more. Yeah, you really have to understand like- Like how to undo how it is. Because there are things that can be positive, but can also be used in a baneful manner. And what do you do if something comes back to you? Like there are so many more things you need to understand because it's a different, I'm not saying it's a different strength of energy, but kind of is, but it kind of isn't. It's just a different level of intensity. And baneful- in one way or another, if you want to call it negative versus positive, affects people for better or for worse. And if you don't understand things in a slightly deeper level, you may bite yourself in the ass by accident. Not saying you will, 
but yeah you sometimes you still need to be a little careful it's like using something that's like using a weapon or it's like using something like using a big mechanical equipment you need to know a little bit more before you start using a giant tractor or driving a big tractor trailer you gotta know more information than oh i can drive a minivan this should be easy and things aren't (laughs) always the same yeah and there's a there's a lot of things that you know once you have like grounding centering energy manipulation there are a lot of things that i would say like okay i'm ready to cast my first spell sure like there's a whole list of things that i would recommend that i would like Mm -hmm. consider you know you're a beginner you're ready for this but baneful magic is never going to be on that list it's just not the first thing that you should you should do i just don't think anybody knows enough if they are brand new or about themselves, because I feel like unless you, my opinion, you need to understand your emotions and energy and your intent on a way different level than if you're just doing non-baneful magic. That That's just because I feel the intensity of either a protection, and some things aren't necessarily a hex, but can still be considered baneful. Some people consider, we've talked about this, consider protection magic baneful because if someone comes at you and that energy gets reflected oh well then they got hurt well well they started it i'm just protecting myself sorry right but yeah that's a whole that's a whole different thing but i agree to a certain extent you just need to take a little bit a little bit more time than when it comes to non-baneful magic yeah, that's really the only thing that I ha- have a caveat on. Otherwise, I think like everything can be beginner and and yeah. basic. It can and you can start with just because I think spirit contracts and astral travel are a lot of work doesn't mean that that's not you can't start with that. You can absolutely yeah. start with those things um, yeah. because that might just be like where you are called and you are have the skill set already for that. Then those aren't you know just advanced witchcraft. It's just I wouldn't start with baneful. That's that's yeah. my own thought. And I do baneful magic. So I'm not against it by any means. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's not where it's not where I started. And I don't think it's where anyone else. Should. Yeah. <laughs> that's my I only guess one, you could, right? Yeah. Like we said, I, I personally don't do hexes and stuff, but it doesn't mean I don't do baneful magic because like I said, I would do protection magic and some people consider that protection. And it's like, oh, that's not very Wiccan of you. It's like, well, what? Just because I'm Wiccan doesn't mean I can't protect myself and I'm not going to be a doormat. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that too. But yeah, that's why it's like, it's a broad spectrum of what you, you know, consider it and are willing to put up with and take care of yourself. And there's just so much that you have to like, think about and Mm -hmm. be aware of that your actions have consequences before you can jump in. And not even necessarily on a karma level, but all actions, positive or negative, have a reaction or consequences. If it's a negative, I'd say that's a consequence. So, and sometimes those consequences are long-term and you can't just try to <laughs> brush it under the rug because that that's not how things work in the real world. That's how uh, people have long-term trauma when they try to ignore things. And I'm not saying, then that's a completely different topic I don't want to get into, but if you purposely ignore things, sometimes it festers. That is so true. Guilty. You don't need garbage (laughs) chilling in the back of your closet when you should have thrown it in the trash can. Yeah, another good analogy. Um, So yeah, uh, I kind of have a little lesson. Some of it might be repeated on things that we already did go over. And it's like, how do you push into becoming more advanced? Can Can I go over that? 
Yeah, absolutely. Because it might consolidate some things and it might pull out some points that we might not have talked about yet. So in my notes, um, I have, is like, how do you kind of push out of that? And the first one is push out of your comfort zones. You don't grow unless you push out of your comfort zones. It's like working out, working out hurts. That's how you become stronger. Same with, it was so studying. You should one, enjoy studying, but like, unless you learn something new and try, you're not going to learn something new. Um. And then, yeah. yeah. And um, you, you just have to try to push onto topics and read things like we're talking about going to the chapters and stuff to see things that are a little more complicated to give you new ideas. And so just read a lot kind of goes back to that. Um, we talked about the things about looking up resources and everything, but also questioning your own beliefs and honestly researching other religions or other practices. Cause sometimes it might change your perspective and you might not even believe the things you're reading, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be educated in those topics because the best way to have an argument about something is to be educated on that topic yourself because if you're just pulling things out of your ass because you don't like it like that's just not going to work and that's not going to benefit you one way or another okay so yeah that list was what i had for some additional things and kind of a little bit repetitive of other things that we talked about well, on how yeah, to. Yeah, it's good to sum it all up because we yeah. covered like so many topics and we like bounce from thought to thought. So Exactly. So <laughs> to kind of reel it in again, but I also have a little, a couple of little bullets on um how to know you are ready or you are advancing past beginner. And one of it is that you've built a steady routine and you understand the things you've already learned. And you are like craving more. That's yeah. a sign that you are ready to advance and you should look into some of the things that we've suggested. And also if you are able to, and you can hear that I have paper notes today, um, either you have the interest or you are not relying on other people to do the work for you. Um, and I'm not saying you can't work with other people because when you work in a coven, you're working with other people, but it's especially because if you're solitary and with the online communities and everything, a lot of people are like, I can't find this information. Can you give me it? Or I don't have the time to look it up. Can you give me the answer? Kind of concepts. When you are doing that less and you are able to find the sources or find what you need a little bit more on your own in using sources yourself or you're purchasing things to do the work. You're doing more of the work and not relying as people as much, especially, like I said, more so when you're solitary because working with a coven, you're supposed to work with other people. So that is something that I feel is a sign you are ready to advance or are advancing. Like you're starting to write your own spells or you're piecing things together or you have the sources on like books on different ingredients and different spell components. And you're going through it yourself. You're choosing your own ingredients. Um, another one is you stop worrying that everything has to be perfect. Ooh, A yes. lot of people at least, even there's some advanced that we kind of get into where we're like, it has to be right. It has to be perfect because <laughs> we just get really into it. But more so people who are a little bit newer, not everything has to be perfect. And this is a little bit where your intent comes in. It doesn't have to be fully perfect. Like sometimes candles will go out, just relight it. 
Um, if your incense finishes burning, just light a new one. Or if your ink smudges, that's fine. I don't think the universe cares that your ink smudged on your hands a little bit. Like it does not need to be perfect. Um, and also another one is you're seeing results. You're practicing, you're doing spells, and you're seeing results. I feel like that's a pretty good sign. You're kind of getting the hang of it. Yeah. And you're not just learning, you're actually doing and doing and getting results. Like that's great. Because sometimes people like go them. a long time without getting results. And even advanced, which is advanced, which is people doing doing it a long time, they'll go through ruts where things just won't manifest. They just won't work. And it could be for a reason, but sometimes it might just be what they're doing no longer works for them. And they need to advance their practice and figure out what they need to do for themselves in the future. Yeah, exactly. Because it is a practice. It matters what you do. You have to do the work. Mm -hmm. And then also you're understanding more complex topics. If you feel like we are talking about astrology, you're understanding, you're learning more past just your sun sign. You're using multiple layers into your magic. You're not just lighting a candle and meditating. That could be pretty powerful sometimes, but sometimes you need to work with a certain moon or the day of the week or a specific herb or add a crystal or whatever. Sometimes you need to do a little bit more or change it up or combine some things. And like maybe you're using the moon for this energy and then you're combining a herb for this and the color for this representation. There are multiple layers you should consider. And getting more of a hang of that, even if it's just a rose quartz, a pink candle, and finding the proper moon, that's more complicated, more advanced than just using a pink candle and meditating. You're using the multiple elements and using those three other thing, or three things to make a stronger connection. And uh, again, you're interested in learning new techniques or trying new techniques and what was the last one? Oh, you're not relying to get all your information from Pinterest and social media pages. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you're going to need to expand your resources. Yes. <laughs> Some, like I said, I, I know books are expensive. Sometimes there's websites or you're using us as a stepping stone. But at some point, you're going to have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps in do things on your own. You might have to spread out and it might take you a little longer. Maybe you only have a budget to buy three books a month, three books a year. You got to figure out what you can do. And you can't just make excuses at some point. If you want to advance, you got to make steps. Yeah, it actually takes putting the work in. Yeah, and I unfortunately, sometimes things are expensive and that can hold us back. But there are ways to get around it. So, and don't worry how fast you advanced either. Once you kind of stop worrying about that, because some people started doing witchcraft at the beginning of COVID and are like really strong practitioners. But then there are some people who've been dabbling for 20 years and they're still kind of in the basics. So it all depends on you and stop worrying about other people also helps yourself as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, there's so many different ways to practice and so many different ways that your path could take that it won't be linear and it's okay to just bounce up and down and 
be great at some stuff and not at other stuff. There is no final exam. There's no end game. You're going to be learning and studying and improving your entire life, your entire witchcraft practice. And there's, there's no, you know, final exam at the end of all of this. You're just doing it for yourself, not for a test. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Not being graded. So, okay. So are you ready to go over some of the books and other sources that we think might help people advance or even some of them might be considered advanced books? Yes, I am ready. I don't have too many because I knew that you were going to. So (laughs) if you, if you want to start, let's run through your list. Maybe some of them are the same, but I, I even said, it was like, Fawn's probably going to have different books than me. Yeah. So, okay. Hmm. Okay. So I'm a big Christopher Penzak fan and he has a lot of books and I only have a few of those books, but I have also done additional, like had conversations about other, with other people who have read some other books. I just haven't bought all the books. I've looked at them, just haven't bought them. Cause like I said, books are expensive and I'm running out of room. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of moving towards audiobooks, even though I don't prefer them just so I can listen to books. And then when I can buy them, I will then buy them. So I already know what it's about. So if you look into Christopher Penzak, four books that I think might be good to start with if you don't already have these books. Uh, And these, like I said, these are only the four that I have is The Inner and Outer Temple of Witchcraft. There are two separate books. It's The Inner Temple and Outer Temple. And there are also additional books in the Temple of Witchcraft series that I just haven't gotten because there's a lot of them. (laughs) And then I would say there's a lot of people who are interested in prosperity and money magic and love magic. He has two books on those topics. I would say look into The Witch's Heart and also The Witch's Coin. I like this book because it definitely goes beyond the basics. It's I don't know if it would even be advanced, but it both of those books had so much good information for me, and it, it went over things that I already knew, but it went into those topics into a different level, which was really nice. So there's an entire book on love magic, an entire book on just money magic. And if that interests you, I would highly suggest them. Next, for resources on correspondences, I am a big fan of Llewellyn's complete book of whatever. Um, I know I've talked about the correspondence book that goes over herbs and ev- literally everything you can think of. And there's hundreds of pages. And then I also have the Llewellyn's Complete Book of Reiki because I also work with Reiki and Llewellyn's Complete Book of Essential Oils. If you want to advance and get beyond just Googling everything, um, these books are really good to get ideas on when, why, what you can use these things for and having these on your shelf when you just want to look up something if you're writing up a spell are great resources also like you mentioned read mythology books they might mythology is mythology for a reason just like other religious texts if you want to call mythology religious or not some people consider it it is some people won't depends if you work with gods or not um But they, one, mythology books give you context of what was important to people in the past. It gives you information on deities and just 
what they mean and what they did within the stories if you believe in them or not or if they're if you just see it as morals and the idea of mythology being how people explain the world that is also good it could give you different contexts of information and just explain things especially if you're interested in magic from different countries understanding a little bit more of what was or is important to their mythology and their cultures is very important if you want to work with say with nordic runes you should do research on nordic in northern european countries and cultures in history if you want to work with runes you should understand where they came from why they were used and what they were used for, etc. It's super important. And people don't always dive that deep into it. But that is a way to be more advanced. You got to learn the boring things. And you got to learn as much as you can on these topics. Because if you don't, you're not always going to fully understand everything. But if you are interested in something, learn as much as you can. Um, also, if you're interested in folk magic, I like um, the New World Witchery book. It's pretty thick, and it is written by Corey Thomas Hutchinson. Uh, yeah, and he actually has his own podcast, um, New World Witchery. But this one particular um, that he wrote is a tr called A Trove of Northern American Folk Magic. So if you're interested in information on folk magic from the United States or how it developed, it will have bits of information that you could go from and then expand from there when you find one that you like. Various books that I think will benefit you beyond those kind of series that I kind of already pointed out, I would say Matt Oren's books, Psychic Witch and his new book, um, Mastering Magic. I'm currently listening to Mastering Magic on audiobook just because books this of um but they're absolutely amazing i would say if you get any book that would be considered more advanced right now if you could only buy one book out of all the books that i tell you today get psychic witch it's not just about being psychic it's about so much more within that book it is a treasure this book is only a few years old, but it is so influential. It's so well-written and it gives you so many examples of things that you can do to benefit you from the basics to slightly more advanced to help figure out who you are as a witch, what you want to do and how to tap into certain things. And one of my favorite exercises that I will do, not necessarily on a daily basis, but because of this book, it's, I think, the first exercise, and it's counting down from 100 to 1 to try to ground and focus yourself. It is so much harder than you would think. But the more I did it, I started feeling a change. So something as simple as that can make you grow. And so that's why I think Psychic Witch is out of all the books I list today is the one you should get if you don't already have it. The next one, a little bit more of an older book. Um, it's Drawing Down the Mood, Mood, Drawing Down the Moon, um, by uh Margot Adler. And it's a good um kind of story, kind of just Steve's 
dives into a little bit more history and just other perspectives and kind of context of, it says, for witches, druids, Scottish worshippers, and other pagans within America. So if you just want to dive more into like historical and just information what other people did I would say drawing down the moon would be a really good one and it kind of also points even though it's slightly older it also points out a lot of the things that we are questioning today like the information that Gerald Gardner the founder or father of Wicca he was very influenced by Margaret Murray, but we know now that a lot of what Margaret Murray used was cherry-picked and not accurate. So things like that are also talked about in Drawing Down the Moon. I keep I feel like I'm saying mood, but moon. <laughs> um, it might just because I'm a little a little stuffy. I had a cold a couple of weeks ago. Um yeah, that's also a really great book. It's a really thick book, though, but it's older and it's still pretty relevant, I would say. And I would say that is one that every witch should have on their bookshelf at some point. But it's not like one of those ones. It's not Psychic Witch. Buy Psychic Witch now. <laughs> hey, Matt, this is an unpaid. <laughs> this is an unpaid like promotion for it. This is how much I love this book. Okay, going back to the next book. Um, for just learning about other contexts and other cultures, um, even if you don't work with Brujeria and you are not a Mexican-American or within a South American culture, American Brujeria is a great book to look into. I have had and talked to Jay Allen Cross a couple times. He's been on the podcast twice. And I would say his books are really good as well. And there are some things that I read in his book, uh, American Brujeria, that I actually use now that book is the reason I use sunflower oil now over olive oil and some other things. So just simple things like that can just like change what you do. And I've already mentioned um, older books, even if the information isn't accurate, you can kind of see where the history of modern witchcraft kind of evolved from. And that comes from reading books that are by Gerald Gardner, Aleister Crowley, things from the Golden Dawn, and other older traditions. There is, now that I went over all my books, I think most of them, I'll go back to another one. There are things like, oh my goodness, I have such a list. <laughs> I knew you would. I'm trying to pinpoint it. Okay, yeah. So some of the things should be like the Book of the Law and other works by him. The Honestly, even looking into the Malleus Malcarum, the Witch's Hammer, the book that was used to essentially hunt witches, you should still read it. Because if you want to learn about context, about the history of how things were perceived, that's also very important too. And also to help dispel false facts that which is like to say because it makes them feel a little more powerful even if it's wrong um so also okay so other things that are a little bit older you should look into are the three magical books of solomon the greater and lesser keys and the testament of solomon and other older magical manuscripts are things you should also look into there's more than one i couldn't get all the names when uh at the time i was doing this and writing down my notes um 
But those are also very important because a lot of what we do in modern witchcraft comes from the past. It might have evolved, but it comes from the past. And the past shapes who we are in the future and who we are today. And one last book that I have, this one's been around for a while, but it's The Black Arts by Richard Cavendish. Yeah, so that's also another book that I think people should look into. Um, And that is all I have to reference. Otherwise, take that, get these books, look at the back and see what those sources are as well and keep building off of it. <laughs> I knew you were gonna have a list. I was like, I'm just gonna let you let you roll with this. <laughs> and a, a lot of the books I listed are just the ones that I have. Like I know there are other books that are just chilling in my Amazon cart because some of the ones I'm looking for are a little expensive. Mm. And or there's a lot of them. And or I know I won't have the time to read them. So I'm like slowly getting through it. Yeah. I knew you'd have a list. I listeners, I'm gonna do my best to have everything linked over at whichwednesdays.com so you can like find these <laughs> easily. I can I also type up and send you to um a breakdown of it as well. Perfect. Yeah. So I will have those linked so you guys can can find them. We actually did have a couple of the same ones. So I was surprised by that because usually we're very different on what we like mm-hmm. to read. But yeah, Psychic Witch for sure, New World Witchery, yep, yep, American Brujeria, all really good. So I don't have too many to add because I feel like I've I've gone over my books on this podcast like a lot yeah. <laughs> and like advanced but I did want to mention so I have not read this book yet which I think is sacrilegious because everybody keeps telling me that I will love it and that's like literally the topic that we covered today on the podcast which I think is why I wanted to do the topic before I read the book but that is The Witch's Path by Thorn Mooney Oh yeah. Her books are really good. I I teeter on if those are advanced or not, but I feel like they're very valuable. Yeah. I agree with that. They're very valuable. I agree. Yeah. I have not read that one, The Witch's Path, but like there have been a couple of listeners that have been like, you would really like this one because it's like covering like what comes next, like what happens after you feel like you've gone past an advanced stage and that's why I wanted yes. to talk this topic before I read the book because I don't want to that's be true I don't like being influenced like on what I have to say her books are great yeah <laughs> so I have and for those yeah it's also and for those who don't know she is a gardenarian wiccan priestess high priestess yeah and I am totally fine with reading yep. books that come from different religions different beliefs backgrounds I feel like that's how we like learn and grow and change yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. so I am looking forward to reading that one I put it on my library doesn't have it yet which Chicago library has like everything mm. and you can just request whatever you want and then if you put in the request for it you're the first one that gets it when they get it in stock oh so I put in the request for that so hopefully they get it because <laughs> I do want to read it because yeah. everybody's recommended it so yeah because I have like- her two books yeah that's what I'm like tentatively putting on this list. Like I can't fully endorse it myself because I haven't read it yet. However, everybody keeps- Her books are great. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Honestly, yeah. Her first book um, and then that book, even if the first book's not super advanced, it's a little more Wicca. Um, but the second one, I agree. That is honestly, I didn't even think about that one. And maybe it's just because it made sense to me um, because I'm used to some of those things. Um, but I agree. That is another good reference. Even if it's not advanced itself, it is something that can help you advance yourself. There we go. Yep. That's what I'm, I'm looking for. But yeah. Other than that, if there are any that I think of, cause I have a few, some that like utterly wicked by Dorothy Morrison is one of my all-time favorites and that's baneful magic so again that's something that I consider advanced um 
of Blood and Bones, I think is really good by Kate Frawler. I think that that is a little bit more advanced. People, even if they're comfortable with it, they don't usually start out working with Blood and Bones and so that sort of category of things because it's not necessarily baneful. You can work with blood and you know animal bones and never do anything baneful. It's it, those two are not correlated. But yeah. some people are squeamish by that stuff, so it's not usually where people start. Yeah, but if you're interested. It's also a great book. And I also personally really like encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. So like encyclopedia of herbal medicine is one of my favorites because I do a lot with herbs and working with herbs and modern mm-hmm. herbal dispensary is really good. And then all the encyclopedias um, by Judica, I never know how to say her last name, Elise, Iles, mm. um, but she has like the encyclopedia, like numerous ones, but like the one of like encyclopedia of 5,000 spells is fascinating. They're not all like safe. Like <laughs> some of them, like she pulls from history and you really shouldn't oh, do okay. poisonous ingre- ingredients and stuff. So like, but it's a great, like them you can use yeah. for like historical reference. Like don't eat tonka yeah. beans. <laughs> yeah. It's just like fascinating to like see everything. So I do love yeah. those encyclopedias because I feel like that's a great way to grow. Mm-hmm. That is everything that I wanted to say on the topic, everything that I wanted to add to the book list. Um, do you have any parting thoughts for our listeners? <laughs> I have one more book I want to talk about, but it's not necessarily that I would recommend it, but I want to go over <laughs> it if people are interested. So one of the books I had to read with my last degree, um, it's literally called Advanced Witchcraft. Go deeper, research, reach further, fly higher by Edane McCoy. It's an okay book. It's fine. But it literally says advanced witchcraft on it. Maybe I think maybe it's just how she wrote. And I wasn't necessarily a fan of how she started chapters. And maybe it's just because all the information to me wasn't really new. And sometimes you might find books you think are advanced and it's really not. And maybe it's because you know more than you realize. And maybe I think that is what this book made me realize I knew more than I realized. Yeah, okay. um, but also I like the books that make me feel like I don't know anything, honestly, because then I feel like I'm learning. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yep, that's all I have for the the books, honestly. I'm <laughs> finally done. Finally, I just pulled it out of a bag. And I was like, maybe I can like, maybe it might help it. Maybe it might. It literally says advanced witchcraft on it. <laughs> Well, I will try to have everything linked because I know people are always looking for book recommendations, Mm -hmm. but that is everything that we have. I will have a poll up on Spotify. So if you want to put in your answer of what you think it means to advance in your craft, if you think there are any particular skills or practices that are more advanced, let us know. We always love to hear from you guys and we will be on the Discord server as well, chatting away. So let us know your mm-hmm. thoughts. And as always, I will have all of Fauna's information linked, but you probably already know it. So <laughs> um, you have definitely heard from her a few times, but we love chatting. So I will have everything linked so you can yep. find her if you want even more information. <laughs> and that is everything that I have for you guys for this week. And I will see you in the next one. Bye guys. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.